ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network where I, your host Ted Weston, along with my crew, OG Will, the New Mouth of the South, Tyler Peters, Rep Amy Veronica, the Temptress Witch Ivy, the Executive Nelio Cuomo Costa, the Presenter of the Key, Kevin Key, and the Cuz, Cousin Mike, bring you the best content in wrestling podcasting. It's the indies, it's the pros, it's anywhere you go. Let's jump right in to Rewind Wrestling Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio, right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network. I'm your host, Ted. This is our fourth attempt at filming this episode tonight, and we are going to be bringing back a little bit of a, a segment that OG and I tried to bring, uh, bring to fruition uh, about two years ago, which is uh, it's called Talking Shop, and it's where we kind of educate you a little bit about the matches that we, um, that we find interesting and, and try and help our younger audience uh, understand how some of this stuff came to be and some of the psychology behind it. Uh, OG, talk to us a little bit why we're talking about the match we're talking about tonight, which is War Games. So, uh, AEW has their version of War Games coming up soon they, that they call Blood and Guts. So, I figured it would be something fun to talk about. Uh, a match that is, at least that I describe as one of those car crash matches where it's just absolute mayhem. Not not as bad as Anarchy in the Arena, but mayhem nonetheless. Well, listen, Anarchy in the Arena is like, and I can say this because one of my kids has attention issues. So, um, and one of my family members that I may have been raised with also has attention issues. Uh, <laughs> but I'm pretty uh, sure we all have attention issues. Well, maybe. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> That anarchy in the arena match was like a kid with attention issues who ate 12 pixie sticks and is fascinated by squirrels planned that match. <laughs> like, like it was just, it, it was I'm insanity. still trying to process that match. Yeah. It's basically just kids trying all their own finishers off on everybody. Yes. Pretty much. Yes. And like that was came trying to set someone on fire. So, so. Murder somebody. <laughs> yeah. Amy and Will are too young to remember this shit, but Mike will remember it. Okay. Do you, Mike, do you remember the best of backyard wrestling for just $10.99 on VHS? <laughs> oh my God. That's what, that's what that match felt like to me was watching one of those fucking tapes, man. <laughs> oh my God. Well, if you think about it, most of the guys in that match were the kids in those tapes. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Like I'm not even kidding. Like Dean Ambrose was big in like combat zone wrestling. Yup. Yup. Craziness. Or Moxley, I'm sorry. I guess I'll use his you know Don't name. dead name him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what right. was uh I think JR did that this week. Did he really? Yeah, I think he called uh Danielson uh Brian Daniels. That's awesome. Daniel Bryan. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's awesome. So um, War Games is is its own beast, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's two rings side by side, rectangular steel cage around it. Um, started back in the NWA in 1987, literally less than a month after I was born. This match started. Um, You're and, as old as War Games. There you go. Yeah, you go. I'm as, I'm older than War Games technically, and so so oh, is Mike. True. Um, but what I'll also say is that one of our previous guests has been in six 
16 of these matches, Nikita Koloff has been in 16 of these matches. So the next time we talk to Nikita, we got to ask him because he was in the very first one. <laughs> yeah. He, he was in the very first three. Like there were, there were two of them that were part of the great American bash. One was in Atlanta and one was in Miami. Um, and then they did one at a house show and they were all like just over a month away from each other. It was, it was had- kind of cool to like go to see how early this match type started. Cause mm-hmm. I didn't think it went back that far. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's super. Um, and listen, it, it is 100% a car crash. So yeah. to, to enlighten our audience a little bit, some of our younger listeners, what, what is a war games match? You guys may have seen the AEW version. You guys may have seen the NXT version. Um, cause NXT has done a handful of these as well, but, uh, the, the procedure of the match, right? You start off with two people, kind of like an elimination chamber match. You start off with two people. And then after the first five minutes of the match, you have the first person enters the match. Um, and usually it's determined by a coin flip. And usually the heels and Amy, we were talking about this off air. Usually the heels win the coin flip because you want the heels to have the two on one advantage because that's a heelish thing to do. Right. Um, but there have been times when they've tried to do it the other way and it just eh, didn't really work. Right. And and NXT, their version of it, they don't usually do the coin flip. They have a match leading into it where whoever wins that match gets the the advantage and right. It's just like old time, man, I'm yawning. That's number one. Um, (laughs) So basically you have these two people that start one from the face team, one from the heel team. Then the second person from the heel team would get put in the match, and it's a two-on-one advantage. And then the face team gets a fresh guy, gets entered in two minutes later, and then the heel team gets another guy two minutes later, and then the face team gets another t- another guy two minutes later. And there have been teams, there have been uh, War Games matches that have three teams of three. There have been War Games matches with two teams of four. There have been War Games matches with two teams of five. Um, and there's been some some different variations when you got into WCW and and stuff like that. There was some, some crazy, stupid stuff that happened there. Um, Thanks Vince Russo. Uh, Vince, I still, I still want to have you on the show, brother. So, so listen, if you want to come defend your, uh, if you want to come defend your, your, your version three tiered cage of war games, bro, I'm, I'm all for it, bro. Come on to our show, bro. Let's do it. Okay. Um, but listen, uh, this match is, is 30, 35 years old, right? It'll be 35 years old this 4th of July. Uh, and Nikita Koloff has been in 16 of them. 16 of them. And to be clear, not including AEW because you can't call the AEW version War Games, right? Yeah, it's technically blood and guts. It's technically blood and guts. Um, but technically, there have been 39 of these matches, okay? So Nikita's been in just under half of them. Wild. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Insane. That's that's insanity, right? And and listen, this match was originally derived to be like a specialty match for the four horsemen. It gave the four horsemen a way to all be in a match together. Um, so after you have everybody enters, after every single person from every team is in the match, then the match can be ended. And it used to be that it was by like knockout or um or submission quit, only. Submission, right 
Yeah. Um, but then WCW added pinfalls into it as well. But you didn't originally used to be able to, to include pinfalls in that. Yeah. Um, but it's first fall. It's first TKO. It's first submission. It's first pinfall. So it's not an elimination style match like the elimination chamber in that regard. Um, yeah. So that that's what kind of sets this apart. Um, and that's part of what makes it a giant car crash, right? So I want to hear what you guys have to say uh, about the war games style match. Um, tell me what your what your thoughts on it are, and uh, and explain to our audience. There it is. Ah, there's two. Um, explain to our audience exactly, you know. Uh, what we get out of it as fans, you know, and educate them about what, what we look for from, for it as fans. And, uh, and will, maybe you can, when it's your turn, maybe you can kind of bring us up to speed on some of the stuff that WCW did to the match uh, to make it a little bit different from the original days in the NWA. Yeah. Uh, I am going to go ladies first here. Um, and, but first, before I go to Amy, I, I want, uh, cuz, cuz just turned off his camera. I was going to ask cuz to show off his shirt because he, 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 he first class under <laughs> 10 we have minutes, to move on <laughs> under 10 minutes made made a shirt from the destination x pay-per-view review that we did so that amy would notice him <laughs> um but he can show that off in a few minutes amy i'm coming to you first tell us your thoughts here so as ted likes to remind the audience i am a fetus um so, so yeah but like, he doesn't do it to you as much as he does me um <laughs> So my experience with war games only came through NXT and now the, the uh, AEW version of Blood and Guts. Um, as far as how I feel about the match, you know me. Everyone should know I love car crash wrestling. I enjoyed the crap out of whatever the stadium stampede. Eddie Kingston tried to murder a man on <laughs> a live television AEW. Anarchy in the arena. Whatever it's called, it's it was great. And like the Johnny Knoxville crap. I love car crash wrestling. <laughs> um, so I really enjoyed it. Um, I have a question for you guys because like I didn't get to do much into the WCW. Has weapons always been involved or is that purely an NXT AEW thing? That was more an NXT AEW thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Weapons really weren't like a uh, a WCW thing all the time. Right. There were guys that would bring stuff in, but uh, it wasn't like every time. Like yeah. obviously, when Vince Russo got his hands on it, there was any anything was on a pole. So okay, right. yeah, because like my one of my lasting memories of a War Games match is Io Shirai in the garbage can jumping on everybody. That is like my favorite picture of wrestling. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I love it. And like, I think it just adds like, obviously a lot of wrestling, especially at AEW can be chaos uh, a lot of the time. Cause it's like a whole lot of flippy do stuff and everyone getting their shit in and stuff like that. But I think it's like a blood and gut slash war games just adds even more chaos to it. And it's a great way, like you said, Ted, to blow off a big feud between factions. So I love it. Got it. And oh no, oh no, it's time. It's time. It's gross. Gross. It's Ivy time. The the temptress witch has joined us. She's graced us with her presence. I don't know what 
I don't know what we're talking about or anything. I'm literally just here because I need a stress relief after the week that I've had. So. Talking about war games. I don't want to talk about war games, but it's okay. I'll listen to you guys and I'll just say nonsense. <laughs> yeah, I know those people. I know those people on that poster. Oh, oh you mean these people? You mean this poster? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, listen. If you're going to be eye candy, you should at least wear something low cut. I mean, I'm just saying. I was really dolled up about two hours ago because I had to attend a graduation. So I had on a dress and everything. I don't believe it. Picks or it didn't happen. Okay, so listen, let's let's get back to it here. Um, I do want to comment, though, to Amy's question about the weapons before I go to Cuz. Um, ECW actually did their own version of this match. Yeah. And that was, I, I was reading through the, so many people have done a version of this. Yes. <laughs> I mean, MLW's done a version of it. Combat Zone Wrestling did a version of it. Uh, ECW did Ring a version of Honor. Of it. Ring of Honor, Smoky Mountain, Impact. Uh, you know, there have been there have been many many versions of this match out there. Um, the and- impact version of the match is just absolutely insane. If anybody's ever seen old like <laughs> pictures of it, they they extend the turnbuckle rings and line them with like just chain and hang weapons from the chains. Yes, it's it's absolute <laughs> pandemonium. It's just madness. It's absolute pandemonium. Can you just imagine? A match like that, but like between our panel. <laughs> you have to hang. You would have to hang pizza from the chains, though, because that's the only thing that would motivate us all to actually get in there. Or better than pizza, how about my lasagna? Ah, oh, Angie's lasagna. I'm sorry, Ivy's lasagna. <laughs> Real kayfabe. I'm sorry. Uh, it's okay. Ivy's right. lasagna. It is a dirty joke for those of you that uh, that don't know. So, uh, <laughs> so cuz, cuz, talk to me, brother. Talk to me. All right. So I was trying to interject with everybody, but the last year that WCW was in business, they followed uh, ECW rules in terms of weapons. Mm. I think they were trying to do like a ratings boost, but it just added to more clusterfuck. The match. Sorry, it is what it is, but brother. It We're is good. What it is. Um, You're not wrong. Said, though. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I was a huge British Bulldog fan, and when I heard the story of him getting hurt in War Games match because they really had a door in the center of the ring and the doorknob is like crushed for it. Um, I just never bothered watching the Warriors uh, match because I just thought that, you know, if something like that could happen, I didn't want anything to do with it. So, interestingly enough on that, Mike, I've actually watched the pay-per-view for it. He wasn't in the War Games match itself. So, like we've been saying, uh, War Games is set up with two rings that are side-by-side, and they usually flip-flop rings during the night, and his... His tag team match just happened to be in the <laughs> ring that had the door, and he ended up taking a flatback bump right on the door during the match. No, no, I get that. I'm just saying, like, just do the slot general to have something happen like that. It just left me with bad taste in my mouth. Oh yeah, that's the that's the that thing. Like, war like WCW War Games like is 
known for pretty much starting the downfall of uh, Bulldog's life, and he wasn't even in the match. So, like, it always painted the match for me, so, like, I never wanted to watch it in any form. As weird as that sounds. Like, I don't know if that makes sense or not, but, like, it's just one of those things where it's like, oh, War Games, now I'm good. I mean, yeah, I mean, everyone has that for something, I think, in professional wrestling. Yeah, I know. I know me and Amy are kind of on the, uh, on one side where we actually enjoy watching deathmatch wrestling, and it's not really a lot Ed, of other stop people. Stop texting me. Because <laughs> I'm recording on my phone right now, and I just like opened it. Just stop. I'm calling HR. <laughs> Hold on, go ahead. Call HR for a second. This is an unsafe working environment. <laughs> Call HR. Go ahead. Guys, I'm that being harassed. Just wait until EW does a blowing up version of this. Oh Jesus! Oh, wait. <sighs> it'll be it'll be awful. It'll be awful. Hold on, <laughs> hold on. I got I got to take like, this call. That'll be their special pay per view. Hello, this is HR. The exploding ring. Yep, yep, yep. Unsafe working environment. Unhealthy. Yep. Guess how many fucks I give? Huzzah, bitches! <laughs> oh my god. Oh jeez. You're welcome. Technically, that's my second um, HR call today. If I'm, if I'm being, <laughs> if I'm being completely honest, it's my second Falls call deep. to HR today. Falls deep. Uh, All right. So, OG. So, talk, talk um, to us a little bit, brother. Like, like Amy. Uh, my introduction into War Games was through NXT, and like Amy, one of my favorite moments from War Games is it's not Io Shirai, but it's Champa and Cole doing the uh, the air raid crash through multiple tables. But um, like I said, I've said it multiple times on this podcast. Ted was mean and gave me homework when we first started this where I had to watch every Starcade and then I got tired after I've watched every Starcade for whatever reason I just kept going and watching older uh, WCW uh, pay-per-views so the (laughs) the uh, it is I want to make sure I have the right um Which one is it? I want to make sure I have it. It's Fall Brawl. Uh, oh, it was Fall Brawl 98 was the um, was the War Games match or had the War Games match where um, did, uh, Bulldog got hurt earlier in the night and the reason there was a trap door in that match was because warrior and entered through the bottom of the ring in the match it was the most ridiculous thing i've ever watched it, <laughs> it's just absolutely insane the, the whole both rings filled up with smoke and then all of a sudden warrior was there with the, the trench coat and everything and then smoke filled the ring again and hogan was holding the jacket and warrior was gone i don't it's wrestling is silly insanity That's okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. 
but I I do think that um, so the some of the some of the differences that WCW had um, with their War Games matches compared to some of the newer stuff is that WCW's uh, War Games match always had a roof. You couldn't get out through the top of the uh, the cage. But uh, both NXT and Blood and Guts have an open roof, which mm-hmm. I think is catering more to the spot wrestling that we're used to seeing now. I know, I know you're not a fan, but actually, when it comes to war games, I'm all for it. National relevance, too. Yeah, that's a, that's also where I got um, the the spot with uh, Ricochet doing the. Uh, the double 450 off the uh, the top, landing on top of everyone, or it was a, it was a, it was a 900. I don't remember. I don't remember if it was front flips or back flips. That's the only reason why I'm trying to remember. Yes, that also, that's also called the 900, Amy. That's a, that's accurate. <laughs> okay. A double. How about Yoshirai with the trash can? That was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that was Amy mentioned that earlier. That and then, was fun. Um, So, Jericho so, landing on cardboard. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if these kids don't calm down. It's about to be war games over here. Listen, <laughs> that's going to be a thing. Jesus. Um, the only thing I'll miss is William Regal yelling "war games" now. Now, now he just yells "blood and guts." <laughs> it's not the same. It's, it's, it's not, not the same. The same. <laughs> so. So listen, I think in my in my full opinion, if 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 our younger viewers are going to go out and watch um, war games matches to to get themselves acclimated to what this match is, you know what this match is really like, um, you know I think that that you guys should really go watch the old school NWA stuff. I mean Tyler Peters would be so proud of me right now. <laughs> go go back and watch this stuff with the road warriors and Nikita and dusty versus the horsemen, right? A you're going to see a freaking clinic about ring psychology and B. Okay. Uh, it doesn't get more entertaining than the originals. Okay. Um, if, if I'm going to, if you're, if you're dead set, you want to watch something that's not in the 1980s. Okay. You want to be in the nineties. All right. I hear you. Okay. Um, if that's the case, <laughs> then 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 skip WCW fucking entirely, okay? And go watch NXT. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, because Damn, Ted. especially don't watch Slambery 2000 because then that's just a completely different animal on top of that. Yes. However, I don't want to talk about that. That is too insane to talk about. I I will say this though. There is one WCW War Games match that I think is better than the rest, okay? And that is from uh, May 1992 at WrestleWar, okay? It's Sting Squadron. It was Sting, Nikita, Dusty, Ricky Steamboat, and Barry Windham, okay? And you went, they went against Arn Anderson, Bobby Eaton, Steve Austin, Larry Zabisco, and Rick Rude. I mean, oh, so just the greatest like workers, like you exactly know, 90s, like WCW, exactly. So it was, it was just absolutely chock full of great, great 
shit in that match. So that's one WCW match that you should definitely go check out if you're going to check out War Games. And uh, again, that was from Wrestle War in 1992. All right. So make sure you go check that out on the cock, just like Ivy. Um, Sidebar. Just look at the spot that Stone Cold was in. Yeah. In that match. Yeah. And then a guy like Eric Bischoff comes along and just goes, oh, his arms hurt. Let him go. What a POS. What a jackass jackass is right. Well, I'll tell you what, my friends. Um, It's been really fun talking war games. Let us know what your favorite war games matches are in the comments below if you're watching on YouTube or hit us up on social media at Rewind Podcast, W-R-E-W-I-N-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Make sure you go grab all your merch at (laughs) whatamaneuver.net. Ivy, quick, do do an on-camera costume change just so that we can have the merch on. No? No, not tonight. All right, maybe another time. Just got the finger in the mouth though; it's looking kind of cute. You know? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, but make sure you go grab all your merch. And uh, please, 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 if you are on Spotify, Anchor, uh, Apple Podcasts, leave a review for us. Uh, leave a kind review for us. Give us a high rating. Uh, everything that you do helps us to bring you more content. And uh, remember to check out Sportswire Radio. Have to stop texting me during recordings. I mean, they like it when I slide in your DMs. Kevin told me to do it. Hashtag push Kevin. And with that, my friends, we will catch you next time here on Rewind Wrestling Radio. <laughs>